interest rates are too high. Is this something you're hearing consistently from buyers and sellers and people out there in the marketplace and you don't have an answer, you're being stonewalled, it's difficult for you to continue the conversation and you're finding that your pipeline is either dry completely or it's only trickling. So today I'm jumping on with Alden Lawrence, who is the head of sales here at Team BC University. I'm BC, the owner and creator of Team BC University. We're going to give you some theory, some knowledge, some actual scripts and dialogues to help you guys out there because there is gold hidden within the mud. Right, Alden? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ask the right questions, say the right things, and the gold will uncover itself. It works. So um, we'll start with buyers because that's the perspective that most people are dealing with now. We'll also talk about sellers because, you know, we... Uh, help people build listing-based businesses, but we know the vast majority of realtors out there only focus on buyers, can only get buyers, and that's the vast majority of their transactions, especially now in this market. Yeah. Um, so I'll pass it to you in a second, Alda, but when I hear that, I always tell people, okay, what's behind it? We can't end the conversation there. This is no different than hearing I'm not interested and then just walking away. We have to keep the conversation going. So here's a few things you can say. Um, let's say I call a buyer. Hey, you know what? We're, we were thinking about it. We're still considering it, but the interest rates are too high. So we're going to wait. Okay, cool. So just for my notes, uh, Mr. Buyer, aside from the interest rate, what are some other things that are like the top criteria in your decision to, to purchase a home? They're going to start talking to me, right? Number two, Mr. Buyer, interest rates are high. I would agree with you. Have you taken a, a clear look at the numbers yet? Right now, why would I say that as we pause on the second one? A lot of people that tell you this have never even looked at the numbers, don't know what a mock payment would be, don't even know the difference between this interest rate and one or two points lower. And this is where you need to do your job by asking better questions, right? Number three, okay, great. Interest rates are too high. Cool. So what areas were you guys looking at, by the way, or considering? And I can continue qualifying right there because if there's motivation behind it, we're going to get somewhere. So just like the I'm not interested that you guys heard us do recently, all I'm doing is acknowledging it, kind of sidestepping it and saying, okay, we have an issue here that we need to fix, but let's keep this conversation going. Let's move this train forward, right? So that's some of the stuff that I do, Alden. Um, I don't know if you want to kind of chime in and give your thoughts on it. I really think um, if 10 people say that, there's going to be at least one or two in there that actually will do something. Because I always say, if the interest rate for them is the deal breaker financially or for some other reason, we will instruct them not to buy. But if it's only you know, a, a kind of a speed bump and their situation, you know, and all the details behind it and circumstances, it's actually right for them to buy even at the high interest rate, then we're going to help them move forward. Right. Absolutely, man. And you know, what I, where, where I go with that conversation and, you know, I don't really have these conversations too, uh, too often with buyers. Cause I just don't personally like work with buyers. I, I'm like, <laughs> but, um, if I hear these types of things from the buyer, my first instinct is to clarify. When you say too high, what do you mean by that? Because a lot of times you'll start to uncover why they're saying it. Is it that they can't afford the monthly payment? Maybe that what you to your point, maybe they don't even know what the monthly payment would look like. Mm -hmm. um, but you need to clarify the statement to understand why they're saying what they're saying, because at the end of the day, if the motivation is there, the whole goal, which is, I actually really love the last question you said, because um, whenever I'm having a conversation with sellers or buyers, if you can find out why their reason for moving is and how important it is to them, well, if they really need to buy a house so that they can provide a certain lifestyle for their sick parent, well, damn, that's a pretty high motivation and they're going to be much more likely to purchase even with the interest rates being high versus, well, you know, 
we're sitting on a two and a half percent interest rate and we want to buy something um, so we can get an extra room for our new kid. We don't really need it, but those people are probably not going to move. So you need to understand why. Yeah. So I would assume it's kind of the same if you're talking to a seller, like, hey, we want to sell or downsize or upsize, but man, we're paying 3% right now. We don't want to pay 8%. Like I'm sure you're having those conversations a lot because you're dealing more with listings. Like what are some of the things? Is it similar to what I said or is there something different that you're doing when it comes to a seller saying that versus a buyer? Yeah, I mean, I would say, um, you know, I get it, man. Is there a particular, a lot of times sellers will tell you, well, we're waiting for the rates to come down before we make the move again. I would say, yeah. is there a particular reason that you're waiting for the rates to come down before you decide to, to make the move? And they might say, you know, whatever they say, or I'll ask, well, what rate are you looking for? What rate would make sense for you before you actually did, or that would make you actually want to, to make that move? And they'll start telling you the rates. And based on their answer, like if they say, well, rates are at 8%, if we get to 6% because X, well, now you can start handling, you can start handling the reasons yeah. that they're saying they want to wait for the rates. Because if a lot of times it doesn't make sense, if somebody can afford the payment yep. and it makes sense for them to move, I'll tell you when rates do come down, the demand is going to be unlocked and there's going to be a, a flood of demand and people are going to be priced out of the market. So they think, you know, you can get it. There's a lot. Of, I could go into a lot of things, but um, at the end of the day, you need to understand why yeah. sellers and buyers. There's no perfect solution. There's always choices and trade-offs. That's what I tell people. Right. And like another thing, and this is like a little last zinger tip I can give people um, to see if we have anything else to say for you is run some scenarios, right? If your average price point is 300 K in your market, 400, 500, whatever it is, have some basic numbers in your mind. If somebody puts five, 10, 20% down, what is that payment at 8% versus 6% and 5%, right? Because I just straight up ask people, what would the payment be if you bought your next home at 8%? Because mm -hmm. if they don't know, again, they're basing their decision on not knowing. Mm -hmm. Mr. Seller, you brought up the interest rate and if it came down to six, do you know what the difference is between if you got it at eight and six and what the difference in the payment would be? If they say no, they haven't taken a serious look at it, mm -hmm. right? So. This is why you need to understand the numbers and have some basic tools because these little simulations I just gave you, you can do that, right? Get a mortgage calculator, right? Have your lender create a little graphic for you. You can even send this an email, do it in videos because you'd be surprised. I've even run content before where I say, hey, for a $500,000 home, let's say we put 20% down and it's a 7% interest rate, comment below, again, without cheating and using a calculator, what you think the difference would be in a payment between 7% and 5% at 20% down on a $500,000 home. And the, the winner will give a free Amazon card too, or something like that, right? You don't even have to do the Amazon card, but watch the comments, right? Let's say you get 50 or 100 comments or someone replies to your email. Dude, everybody will be wrong. Most people will, will overestimate the difference, right? Like let's say the difference is like 300 bucks. Most people will think it's a $1,000 payment difference or 800. And that alone, that realization and that fact could potentially get somebody over the hump. Would you agree, Alden? Oh, 100%, man. Because, and I always end up, after like clarifying and going through the conversation a little deeper, it, it usually always boils down to, is the motivation more important than the subtle price in mm -hmm. monthly payments? Because it's not really that much. Now, two and a half, three 3% to 8% yeah. is a big gap. However, a lot of times people are, I mean, people's emotions are very powerful. And if they would rather have the opposite thing, people will spend any amount of money or do any amount of thing to get to, to satisfy themselves emotionally. Yep. And so 
I always just stay on the motivation and keep focusing on the motivation and really find out how important that motivation is. Now, if the motivation is not important, they're not going to move. But the whole goal is by asking these questions is to find out the motivation and again, find out how important it is. And, and that's where I always take my conversations. Yeah. Like such as how important is your health to you, Alden, right? Like, cause I know you mentioned going up the stairs, the knee surgery is a $200 difference in payment worth, you know, your health. That's a great question. Right. And then, it, well, no, I can wait. Okay. Then you can wait. But if it's not, I can't take this anymore. Okay. Then let's do the right thing. Let's set up a meeting and take a serious look at the numbers and, 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 and get this transition done for you. Right. I've had situations like that where I have a seller who's old who complains about the numbers, but I went back to the motivation. You're going to make less, yes, but now you'll never have to walk up a flight of stairs the rest of your life, James. I remember his name. And isn't that what's most important here? He's like, well, yeah. And then what did he do? He said, yeah. Then he grabbed the pen and he signed, even though he wanted a net thirty or $40,000 more. Now, I was ready to walk away at that point if, if, if that wasn't the case, but in that clear example, the motivation was greater than that difference because I can't magically snap my fingers and make him forty thousand more dollars. Can you? Nobody can, right? So higher the motivation, the higher the likelihood that they'll be more realistic and flexible. Because again, there's no perfect solution; it's just choices and trade-offs, right? A, a thousand percent, man. And I love. And to your point, where you said right then at the end, you said, um, "If he said no to that question, how important is it? Or uh, it's like not that important." he wouldn't have signed and you would have been ready to walk away from the deal. And that's an important point that most real estate agents don't get. They're so hungry for that deal that they're going to do whatever at, at whatever cost. But when you have that, I'm ready to walk away after that question. The question hits differently. Yep. hundred percent. Cause then the only reason you would do that deal is if you compromise, you list it too high, you cut your commission and now you're, you're not doing the business correctly. You're violating business practices, right? Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I know we like to keep these short and sweet. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Alden? Or are we on to the next one? No, on to the next one, man. Just um, ask that next question. Clarify why they're asking and um, use these questions. And it'll really help you start to get past that that point in the conversation. Because it's, yep. it's not a tough objection to handle. Yep. Uh, if you guys want to utilize some of the resources we have below, talk to us about real brokerage. Check out the coaching and courses. Set up a strategy call. All the links are below. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Later.